On today's Into Your Head podcast number 693, uh, we sit down and have a proper uh, philosophical debate about all of the issues of the day. Hello. Flies walk into a bar. One of the flies goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? Except not a pint. This won't be fucking ridiculous. A pint of Guinness is about 20 times the size of my body, and that's being generous. It's uh, far more many times than that, although that doesn't affect the size. Now, if, if I say it's 20 times the size of my body or it's 50 times the size of my body, that doesn't change the size of the pint of Guinness. It's just changing the size of me that I'm claiming to be uh, but no no have a, a thimble of your pine Guinness please uh, maybe a quarter of a shot glass and the man behind the bar says oh I'm not sure I can do that sir uh, Guinness involves a very uh, tricky procedure whereby you fill up a pint glass three quarters of the way then you leave it to set for a while and then you top it off with a head I'm not sure if I can achieve that with a thimble sized glass but I'm certainly happy to give it a go and if it doesn't work out I'll do you up a proper pint the Guinness and the fly says and what the fuck am I going to do with a proper pint of Guinness other than uh, other than sit on the foam on top and freak people out anyone who tries to steal my pint will probably uh, or think it's theirs and take it by accident will get freaked out although that might be fun that might be fun uh, far more fun than trying to drink although trying to drink it would be fun too and the man behind the bar says uh, are you uh, Bono from you too and the fly says no I'm not but I can see why you might think so if you're into them in the uh, mid or late 90s when they were doing the Acton Baby Tour or wherever it was where you went around in fly sunglasses a lot uh, but no I'm not Bono from you too and frankly uh, frankly that's bullshit that's bullshit I cannot understand for the life of me why you would think I am and the man behind the bar says I didn't say that I thought you wore I just asked whether you wore just in case uh, just a precaution because uh, people I don't want to spend the next 30 years having people in front of me at the bar uh, telling each other stories about the time Bono came into my bar and I didn't recognise him. I never lived that down. So I'm just, it's just insurance to save myself against the admittedly small possibility of that happening. Because that could save, because uh, I'm save, going to save myself 30 years of pain in the arse conversations with drunks. Because when in here, you can't just tell them, uh, okay, I've had enough for that now. Would you mind stopping? You can't do that, no, because they're all tanked up on beer and the fly says oh I understand I understand as it happens I am Bono from you too uh, would you like me to play a song and the man behind the bar says uh, you're clearly a fly and the fly says uh, indeed I am For open up your mind a bit have a bit of an imagination let's pretend I'm Bono from you too and the man behind the bar says no I'm not falling for this 30 years of drunks coming saying oh do you remember the time a fly convinced him uh, to pretend that he was Bono from you too. Where does it end, for Christ's sake? And the fly says, well, you're currently talking to a fly about the possibility of uh, serving him a pint of stout. So frankly, I think you're in this too deep already, so you might as well
will make the best out of it. Uh, it's to, the story is going to exist either way, so you might as well make it as interesting as possible. And the man behind the bar says, no, no, I disagree. It's not too late to back out. I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. You're just a fly on the wall or on the counter, wherever you are, and I'm ignoring you. And the fly says, fine, you go ahead and carry on ignoring me. Uh, I don't mind I'm recording this on my iPhone. And the man behind the bar says, you don't have a fucking iPhone. And the fly says, you don't dictate to me whether or not I have a smartphone. That's not for you to dictate. Uh, I'll decide whether or not I have a smartphone. And the man behind the bar says, Christ, uh, Christ, Jesus, holy fucking Christ almighty. And the fly says, is that really necessary? That's the, that's the man who created me and all of these wonderful creatures and you're using his name in vain. And the man behind the bar says, I didn't use it in vain. I called him Christ almighty. Almighty is a compliment. It means you're almighty and powerful and fantastic. Uh, there's, nothing take, there's nothing about that that's taking his name in vain. And the fly says, I suppose you have a point there. I suppose you have a point there. And the man behind the bar says, uh, says a fly. And the fly says, you have a point there too. Uh, you, thought you, was, you, had, uh, you thought you had a point there until you realised there was a fly saying that to you. So that means you don't have a point or there's no evidence at least that you have a point uh, unless you take a fly's word for it, which you, if you did, you'd be a lunatic. And you're clearly not a lunatic uh, and you can't even prove that because you can't go around saying, oh, I'm no, I'm not a lunatic because a fly told me I'm not a lunatic. That's not going to work. Uh, so basically, I've got you by the balls, was what I'm saying. Despite being a tiny fly, you couldn't even consume a pint of Guinness. Uh, I've managed to uh, basically ruin your night. The man behind the bar says, aren't you great? And the fly says, indeed I am. Indeed I am. And to think uh, you worship Bono from you too. You should be worshipping me. And the man behind the bar says, I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Quod et demonstrandum, which, as you're no doubt fully aware, because I've used this one before, I used this one just a few weeks ago, so if you've been paying attention, uh, even if you didn't know already what it meant, you know what it means now, although you don't, because obviously uh, it was all fictional, I assigned it a fake meaning, uh, but I'm pretty sure that before I started doing this thing of starting by saying stuff, I'd like I've always been a great believer in the dictum, I'm pretty sure that in the past, long before that, I did discuss the real meaning of quad ehe demonstrandum on the program uh, it was a mathematics thing and you write your you write your mathematical theorem proofs in school you end up with qed if mr nesbitt is your teacher because uh, mr nesbitt uh, one of the finest maths teachers in the country uh, but he was 875 years old and therefore used latin a lot uh, the only reason he got away with it is that most of mathematics is about numbers you don't have to use many words uh, so nobody realised that he was talking mostly Latin for on the rare occasions when he was saying stuff that wasn't numbers uh, although now that you mention it, are numbers in Latin said the same way as they are in English? Well they are if you say them in uh, rather than words you say them in numbers. So if I say the number 5 uh, but I say it has a number then it's 5. But if I say it has a word uh, then in Latin it probably it's a completely different word. So he's all, he was talking basically in uh, math binary 
binary code of sorts. Well, not really binary code, but something like that, something similar. I'm not saying exactly that it was binary code. I'm well aware that it wasn't, uh, but it was something comparable to that. Uh, we all know this is all made up anyway. It's all made up, made up on the fly, uh, just like the following song uh, based on the U2 song from the 90s, The Fly. <laughs> It's no secret that the something is something, something, something. It's no secret that the something is something. This was a U2 hit back in the 90s. I remember it well. It was their first single off the album, uh, which I can't remember the name of, but The Fly was a big hit of it. Uh, they went, it's like a fly on the wall. It's a fly on the wall. It's a fly on the wall. It's no secret. At all. I'm probably not giving the song its full justice. Uh, that's not my job. It's the job of you two, the band, to give it full justice. It's not for me, you two, and their promoters and their marketeers. It's not my job to go around uh, making their songs look good for them. I wouldn't be able to, even if I tried. I'm not a musician. I'm not a professional musician. I just happen to have a harmonica. I do what I can with the resources and talent that I have have my musical talent I'm not afraid to admit that my musical talents are limited uh, but I use what uh, the thing about talent is uh, no matter how little talent you have you use what you have and get the most out of it and that's what I do with my music because uh, music is one of the finest gifts known to man as a finer uh, may not be one of the finest gifts gifts we have though as it's just the fun of the finest gifts that we've discovered we may well find thousands of years from now uh, that we're gifted with the ability to ah oh, the ability to uh, fly and we just haven't discovered it yet and when that happens I can tell you uh, uh, music will take a back seat people will say oh music that's all very well that's all very well back hundreds of years ago as a was a pastime but we've got flying now although we'll probably look upon flying then as a pain in the arse it'll be just like commuting you go everywhere by flying and you think Christ, have to listen to the traffic and weather report now to find out what the winds are like to see if I have to allow extra time for a wind. Uh, do I have to wear a windshield over my face today or what? Uh, will I get blown to smithereens? You have to find out whether the flying weather is okay. Uh, you probably have to do that anyway if you're a pilot nowadays. Although you probably don't listen to some radio station that has flying reports. Uh, they have the traffic report and the weather report and the sports report and the news update and the prank call and a bit of music in between uh, but no you don't often hear in fact probably never at all hear uh, pilot news as that's too that's too niche a market it's not the it's not the, it's not a necessary thing it's just too that's, that's although now did you mention it uh, bbc radio 4 and irish radio 1 both have shipping forecasts they say here's the shipping forecast they do in the middle of the night sometimes they say now the shipping forecast and they read out a load of numbers and reports for five minutes and then they play some soothing music and then they close down for the night uh, but no it's nothing for pilots if you're a pilot you're on your own you're on your own although you're well paid for it and you have a co-pilot uh, so you're not really on your own unless you don't have a co-pilot in which case you are uh, in which case uh, can't help you there can't help you there uh, anyway the fly by you two Monkey nuts. 
that's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-poiling, uh, frog-spawning. Uh, no, is that a thing, frog-spawning? No, but there's activities that you can do involving frog-spawn. I specifically remember from school, I just don't think they were referred to as frog-spawning. Certainly weren't in those days anyway. Maybe they are now. Maybe the kids say, oh, we're going out frog-spawning today. I don't know. I do remember, though, that we used to do some sort of uh, vaguely scientific activity in school involving frog spawn. I can't remember exactly what it was. Did we get frog spawn and keep it in a tank and wait for it to grow or something? I don't know. I'm sure we did something like that though. You get a bit of frog spawn and yeah, oh, it's basically the Frank, the, or basically young Frankensteins. You put a bit of frog spawn in a cup and you presumably you water it or you do whatever you fertilize. Is frog spawn already fertilized? It probably is. Or maybe frog spawn is a thing that you use to fertilize frog eggs don't know couldn't care less it's not really my thing to know about science uh well suffice to say frog spawning frogs but let's look her up is frog spawning a thing uh might as well learn something uh seeing as how we we're just talking about uh might never probably chances are i'll never think about frog spawn ever again in my life uh, or maybe I'll think about it once or twice. Maybe I'll be sitting in a nursing home when I'm 82 and I'll be thinking back on my school days and I'll think, oh, whatever happened to frog spawns? Uh, frog spawning, images for frog spawning. Oh, it's a frog. Oh, yes, the frog does the frog spawning. They spawn frog spawn, which means they're spawning uh, over a course of time. They're spawning new frogs, basically. And there's a YouTube video called Frog Spawning. A group of frogs spawning in a mountain pond. Oh, so it's that the frogs do the frog spawning. So I suppose that makes sense in a way. Uh, well, no, he certainly never went around saying, look at me, I'm frog spawning. Because uh, that would be taking credit for something that we're not doing. It's the frog that's spawning. Uh, if a doctor comes along and inseminates you with a, uh, with a bit of whatever you use to create people, uh, it doesn't mean that he's gets to take credit for your child's life. He doesn't say, when the child grows up to be president, he won't. He can't say, oh, I stuck a needle in that fella's mother. And as a result, uh, I'm responsible for creating a new president. Uh, not that that's a huge achievement over here. The president of Ireland is a far different kettle of fish than the president of somewhere like the United States. Uh, the president of Ireland is basically like the queen, except it's a man at the moment. We've revert reverted to having male presidents now after uh, well, 14 years of women in charge. Well, not really in charge of anything. They just go around and cut ribbons and sign things and do stuff like that. It's a figurehead. A, fi a figurehead. Uh, like one of those rubber things when you were a kid, you stuck on the top of your pencil and you say, look, I've got a Mickey Mouse figurehead on top of my... Uh, on top of my... What's that noise? Uh, sounded like something reversing. Uh, something rever. As long as it's not the recording that's reversing, then I suppose that's acceptable. Except, uh, not the saying, not the accepting something or rejecting something has any effect over whether or not it's going to happen. If a, a lorry came along here and reversed into our road, I couldn't go out and say I reject this and send them off. Although I'm expecting a lorry to reverse down this road today to collect my uh, bins or to empty them into the back of the 
their lorry. Uh, so for me to object to that would be uh, rather silly, seeing as how it's what I'm paying for them to do. And since I live in a dead end, it's reasonable for them to reverse in here because uh, they're up to the alternative is to reverse out after they come in forward. Uh, that's something you do if you're lazy. You drive straight into somewhere and leave it for your future self to worry about the reversing out. That's just being selfish. Uh, although, is it? If you leave, if, if you go and uh, drive straight in, uh, but if you reverse in, uh, then you're uh, being selfish on behalf of your future self. Your future self is being selfish and reaching into the past and getting you to reverse in to save him the trouble of doing it later. Uh, which, you know, that's basically means you've invented time travel. Isn't that great? You're probably going to take credit for that now. You'll say, uh, oh, uh, not only do I reverse into my driveway, uh, it's not me that's doing it, it's my future self. But So I can't take credit for what my future self does, uh, but I can go back uh, on for my... Oh, wait a minute. Oh... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is what Professor Stephen Hawking spends all day thinking about, and he's got the time and the means to do so. I don't. I've got, I've got other fish to fry. Not necessarily bigger fish. Well, bigger, but just less important. You can have a bigger fish and it'd be less important. If you have a big tuna, for example, that's far less significant than a uh, then the tiny little, uh, what's those things, those eggs, uh, they're not even hatched, but they're able to charge thousands of euros for them. They you know those eggs, fish eggs that you put on, uh, you sprinkle a bit on your food in a posh restaurant, however the hell they're called. No, those are considered more significant than the... A huge, fully grown tuna, even though they're not even hatched. Uh, caviar, that's what I was thinking about. Uh, caviar, as far from caviar or as raised, I can tell you. And I don't think I even have ever had caviar. And for, oh, there's a there's an email from Unilever Research. Tell us about shopping. Hello, Neil. Tell us about how you like to shop for your favourite brands and products. Uh, it should only take 10 minutes of your time. Uh, I forgot to say whether I get anything for it or if I win anything for taking part uh, so you can fuck off unless you're part of that thing I signed up for hold on I'll look into that later I'm happy to take back part in surveys as long as I get something free for them or I get entered in a competition uh, but if you go to take up 10 minutes of my time for nothing uh, then you can go take a running jump at yourself go take a running jump at yourself take a long walk go for short pier uh, or go and I'd go and do whatever it is you want do whatever it is you want so far it's no skin off my arse I can tell you doesn't bother me uh, it's just I won't be taking part won't be taking any hand actor part in your survey unless there's something in it for me it needs to be because uh, this is we're the me generation. We don't just uh, freely donate our time to uh, the likes of Unilever uh, just to assist them. And oh no, because we're cynics. We don't say, oh no, I could help this uh, benign corporation and help to help me. Uh, no, we go, uh, no, I'm not doing that unless it uh, helps me in some way because we're selfish bastards. And I, I'm happy to put my hand up and admit to that. I'm not going to physically put my hand up because uh, that takes effort and energy and there's nothing in it for me uh, but if this was a video show I'd probably put my hand up just as a gimmick wouldn't really uh, add much to the show uh, but nonetheless no I do it anyway because these little things all add up uh, just not in audio not in audio uh, anyway 
On with the show. Into your head. Do you need glasses or shoes or batteries or prescription eyeglasses or dream host web hosting or pet supplies or brain tonic energy drink uh, or any of those things where you can get them all through my fine affiliates uh, just go to intoyourhead.com and click on the ads down the left of the page uh, all of these affiliates have been selected because whenever you use them uh, I get a commission at no extra cost to you uh, you can also oh, you can also help the show whenever you shop on amazon.com Amazon Canada or Amazon UK as well as all of the other affiliates there just go to intoyourhead.com scroll down the left and have a look and support the podcastual arts and thank you very much for doing so you're a, oh you're one of the finest uh, people uh, one of the finest people of the 20th century or the 21st so are you any of you were probably born in the uh, in the 21st century what year is it now is 20 oh no that's not right because you be 11 years old or less uh, this podcast is not suitable for people of 11 years old or less uh, no offense it's just not for you not everything is for you you know there's tens of thousands of podcasts available uh, we deal with niches and this is uh, this particular niche that I'm aiming for uh, is the tiny niche of the population that's over 18 and like stuff like this which narrows it down quite a bit that's why uh, that's why you need to support the show whenever you can and thank you very much for supporting the podcast dual arts two dogs walk into a bar one of the dogs goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello can i have a pint of your finest milk please and the man behind the bar says uh, i beg your pardon sir did you just say can i have a pint of your finest milk please and the dog says uh, indeed i did although i didn't say it in such a questioning manner although i appreciate that uh, when you're asking me a question about it you would say it differently and that's fine i'm not complaining not complaining at all just no that noting that uh, in my head can't write it down because i'm a freaking dog uh, but no no making a note of it mentally which is the best i can do and frankly making a note of something mentally is far better for your uh, mental longevity and for exercising the brain than just writing it down on a note no not that i know anything about writing things down on notepads i've no experience of that although now that i think about it it might be a good thing if i started trying to do that because once an animal starts to try to do something uh, then their species eventually evolves the ability to do that that's how evolution works uh, but then I'd lose my mental agility because I wouldn't be using my brain to remember these things so it was all swings and roundabouts swings and roundabouts uh, anyway yes please point of your finest milk and the, the man behind the bar says uh, no offence sir uh, just looking out for your health here but I'm not sure that a dog should be drinking milk. The dog says, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, you're correct. You're completely correct in saying that you're not sure whether a dog should be drinking milk. Uh, well done. And the man behind the bar says, oh, thank you very much. Do you still want the milk then? The dog says, uh, oh... 
Ah, Christ, there's a question. That's one hell of a question. Incidentally, do we sound different today? And the man behind the bar says, I think we do. I think we do. I think he's experimenting with recording standing up like one of those high-energy DJs. He's standing up, uh, towering way above his studio desk uh, with the microphone set up high in the airspace above his uh, usual sitting point. I don't know if it's making any difference. Uh, He sounds quite high-energy, but I think that's because he's had eight espressos this morning and the dog says oh who are we talking about and the man behind the bar says well if you don't know i'm not going to tell you because that would probably be against some sort of prime directive and the dog says oh fair enough fair enough having a fucking clue what you're on about now Uh, but yes a pint of your finest milk please and the man behind the bar says certainly sir Uh, here's some milk and the dog says thank you very much i suppose i have to pay for it now do i and the man behind the bar says I'm afraid you do yes I'm afraid you do and the dog says oh no that's fine don't say I'm afraid you do there's nothing bad about having to pay for things it means I'm a respected member of society uh, if you weren't asked me to pay for stuff that's when I should feel down about it because it would mean you're thinking of me as a second class citizen uh, who has to be left out a bowl of milk out of sympathy and the man behind the bar says oh that's an interesting point now because if you would come up to my back door uh, looking cute and sticking your tongue out and looking hungry I might have given you a bowl of milk and not even thought about charging you for it but just because you're standing here in front of this bar I automatically look upon you differently isn't that interesting someone should conduct a scientific experiment into that and the dog says you're a bit weird aren't you and the man behind the bar says indeed I am indeed I am but we're all weird in our own little way aren't we and the dog says no uh, no we're not uh, by the way, uh, how long is this? Uh, how long have we been recording? And the man behind the bar says, I've no idea. I can't see the fucking screen from up here. And the dog says, I think we're starting to see some of the down, the downsides of... Uh, and the man behind the bar interrupts and says, there can only be one downside. If you have a 3D object, uh, the only downside is the part that's facing down. Although I suppose if you have a... If it's 10-sided or something, there could be two or three sides facing down an angle so I suppose you have me there the dog says I'm not trying to catch you out here just trying to have a conversation and the man behind the bar says oh and a great night is had by all you're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor Neil follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast once upon a time there was a podcast called uh, into your head uh, went on for many hundreds of episodes uh, in fact it's approaching its 700 and it's approaching its seven year anniversary and in an ideal world uh, the 700th episode would coincide with the seven year anniversary in early july uh, but that seems like a lot of effort to make all those uh, straws line together to put all those ducks in a row seems a lot of effort and frankly unnatural if you were to put a uh, place a load of ducks in a 
row, uh, people would say, oh, that's all staged. They weren't naturally in a row. Those ducks aren't even siblings. And that's certainly not their parent at the front. That seems to be a cat. And you'd say, I know, but this is art. This is art. I've uh, created intentional art. And just because you don't understand it, that doesn't mean it's not good. And uh, they'll say, ah, they'll say whatever you want them to say, because this is all in your imagination. Your imagination can go wherever you want it to go. With my imagination, ah, bollocks, where am I going with this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to create a closing segment, for Christ's sake. Uh, give me a fucking... Br oh, there's some... I have some masking tape on my tape, on my uh, table. Will I mask something? Uh, what will I mask? Uh, I could mask. Uh, oh, I could mask the masking tape itself. I'll just be fucking stupid. I was just you're just looking for content now. Close out the episodes and uh, deep pull it up, and then get on get on with your day. There's such a thing as yeah, there's such a thing as filler, and filler isn't necessarily good unless you're in a petrol station. And you say filler up. And they'll say, certainly, sir. Would you like me to fill it with petrol? Or would you like me to fill it up with uh, groceries that we sell at overpriced overpriced prices? Well, Christ, that's an overpriced price. There's no, uh, prices aren't priced. You don't say, oh, how much is that price? And you'll say, that price is, uh, well, how many of these prices do you want? Because if you get them in bulk, you get it cheaper. cheaper. Oh, no, that's not how it is. Uh, anyway, suffice to say, they'll say, uh, do you want me to fill up your car with petrol or do you want me to fill up your car with groceries and the reason why I asked uh, is well for one thing you don't want to be giving a customer or something they don't want because they probably won't pay for it then but for another thing if the answer is petrol then I need to put it in the petrol tank and if the answer is groceries then I need to put it in the back of your car uh, and you don't want to get those two areas of your car mixed up I can tell you although you could put petrol in the back of the car as long as it's in a car can. Maybe you're bringing it home for your lawnmower or you're stockpiling petrol because uh, you think the world's going to end and you're going to need to have petrol then because you don't want to be in one of those ap apocalypse films where you have to go steal petrol uh, from some dead uh, petrol man's uh, shop. Because uh, for one thing, uh, you've got morals, and for another thing, it seems a bit like a lot of effort. If there's going to be zombies and things running round like lunatics, uh, do zombies run round like lunatics, or they just do they just run round like uh, normal, uh, mentally, uh, mentally sound, normal zombies? I don't. Where's the question for you? If a zombie is running round like a lunatic, are they just being normal and healthy zombies then, or are they just? I don't know. I don't. No, that's a question for another day, isn't it? What day? Maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll record again tomorrow if I'm in the mood. If I'm not, I won't. If I am, I will. Uh, if I am, but I can't, then I won't. But I can't see why I couldn't. If I'm in the mood, I can tomorrow. I don't have anything planned. Don't have anything planned for tomorrow. Uh, do you probably got something planned for tomorrow? But that's okay. This is pre-recorded. It'll be in your feed whenever you're in the mood for us. That's how this that's how ah, I'm rambling now I don't want to fill up this thing with rambling so we'll end it here you've been listening to Neil tell you stories about cats probably Neil talks a lot about cats send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com into your head